203. Hit me with it, Scotty. Uh, CM Punk's first loss was at UFC 203 to Mickey Gale. I believe it was Gull. Gull. Gull Bladder. Did you watch his fight? I did not watch him fight week the ago, Michael Jackson. Week? I didn't watch it either. I tried to, but could not find nefarious means to do so, so decided to I heard that not. Dana White said neither guy will fight again. Did he really? Yeah, well, I saw a little bit of where like Mike Jackson's got him in like full mount, and he could just easily like he's finish fucking him. With him. Yeah, and he's just kind of like bobbing and weaving, like just playing with Punk. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Probably should just knock the guy out. Would have helped your career a lot more. He tried. Hey, get credit to CM Punk for trying to do a real sport where you yeah. get punched in the face for real. It must have been tough having the trial that week too. Sure. Well, I'm sure your brain is stressed on that, and you're not training as you once were. Mm. Uh, it's the Spanish Not Stable podcast. We are back finally. After another almost month-long hiatus, uh, it's pay-per-view week, so we kind of got to do some things today. Get in there. We didn't even know it was TakeOver Chicago nope. today. Did not even realize that that was a thing, so we'll uh, we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about Money in the Bank later on. But, Scotty, what is new in your world? Um, I'm getting killed by allergies the past couple weeks. I think I'm going to actually go to a doctor because, like— They're getting that bad, eh? I'm congested, like, every day. Sucks. Mm. Um, so I apologize to anyone who—why does Scotty sound off? Um, I started playing Detroit, Becoming Human. I've heard very good things. It's pretty good. It's probably the best David Cage game in terms of story that I care about. Good. Most times I don't care about anything David Cage does. Um, aside from that, just excited free three stuff. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of a lot of really cool things are coming up. Felt like the best E three in a couple of years. Where it yeah, was like overall I'd say so. just super excited. Yeah. Um, do you want to just talk about that right yeah. now? Let's get into that. Uh, I thought that Microsoft killed it with their conference this year. Normally, I think that Sony wins the, uh, the overall conferences, but Microsoft was like two hours worth of just like, here's a trailer, world exclusive, two more trailers, exclusive. There was never any downtime of a guy talking on stage for 50 minutes. So it was just hit after hit after hit. Whether those games were interesting to you, at least it was a lot of new stuff getting announced. Sure. Yep. Um, Sony kind of tried to be a little too artsy this year by having, like, music on the stage and some of it. The banjo player was cool for Last of Us, but the, like, Mongolian horns, that was a little much. That went on for a little long. Mm. Uh, what about you? What were you excited for from E3? I thought, uh, I thought, I mean, all of Sony's games are at least intriguing. I still don't know if I care about that Death Stranding game yet, but uh, the other ones look incredible. Like, Last of Us... Yeah, looks Lots of like looks really good. A fucking real life. Like I, I struggled when they were dancing to know what was game and what was live action, which yeah. I've never had that in a video game before. So that was cool. Um, Spider Man looks really fucking yeah, good too. That comes out real soon. I don't have a PlayStation, but I'm now thinking about it. So I think that's why I like Sony the most. But you're right, Microsoft had a lot of really cool things too. That Cyberpunk game looks fucking dope. Yeah, that Cyberpunk game. By CJ Product Red has been in development for like five or six years. Like, there were years at E3 where like they'd be like, "It's here, but it's only available to be seen by in closed doors where you can't record." So like they used to just bring it and show whatever build it was in. So now it's cool that they actually had a trailer, and like it seemed like that was one of the things that had the most buzz. 
Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, let's show up at everyone's conference. Yeah, I'm really pumped that. It's weird that Disney would try and dominate something and be everywhere. Hey, yeah. that's weird. What's next? They're going to buy somebody out? <laughs> um, but like Kingdom Hearts, I might actually play all three when three drops. Yeah, I've never played any of them before. but they... I've seen them be played. Yeah. And I'm interested mostly for the Disney stuff, not even like the stupid anime bullshit of like Kingdom Hearts. Sure. Because like Sora is actually a really lame character. Mm-hmm. A really, not lame, uninteresting. He's just kind of a generic, like, I just want to be with my friends. And then it's all about Goofy and fucking Donald. Yep. Um, Cuphead DLC, that was cool. Yeah, that looks really cool. I didn't expect them. That wasn't even on my radar. I didn't think that no. they, I figured it was just, you got I Cuphead, figured, that's the end of that. Yeah, I figured they were just going to keep being like, all right, cool. Like It's going to be a couple of years before we uh, start showing our next thing. Yeah. Just because Cuphead took like four or five years. Because Cuphead used to just show up in sizzle reels. Like, the first two years it was at E3, it was actually on the stage. And then the back two years, it was just, like, right at the, at the end of the Xbox um, press conference and they do the sizzle reel, you'd be like, there's Cuphead for three seconds, and then uh, you move on. That Smash Bros. looks pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a cool thing. That's a really cool thing with all Every the characters character? in there. Yeah. That's a huge roster. Ridley's stupid, but I get that it's Ridley's a fucking mean sure. thing that everyone wanted to do, and but now people it's People have been asking for Ridley since Brawl. He did, he, they didn't even, like, they scaled him down, so he's, like, the same size as everyone. Yeah. Where it's like, why? What's the point, then? Kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah. And still no Waluigi, which is some bullshit. <laughs> Although I've been enjoying the memes. The memes are hilarious, all these other Smash Bros. characters having a great time, and Waluigi's like <laughs> peering in through the window. The one I saw today was they took uh, they took some gameplay of like you, you fighting the hand at the end, and like zoomed it out, and then used like a discovery tool to reveal that it's actually Waluigi's giant hand, and he's standing <laughs> off to the right of the course. It made me laugh. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything really, really big. Uh, Fallout 76. Yeah, I think I might actually get into That's that That's really exciting. I don't normally play games that are like, come back every couple days for the new daily missions, like a Destiny or right. something similar to that, like The Division. But I love Fallout enough to probably give this a go. Yeah, Seeing um, Andrew WK at the Bethesda conference <laughs> was, was pretty cool. Great. I yeah. didn't see that coming. That was really good. Uh, the Elite, so Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks played The New Day in Street Fighter. Oh, did they? Uh, the New Day won like the 3v3. But Kenny Omega won five four against uh, oh shit Xavier, and then like the promos that they were cutting were crazy. Like New Day huddled up after uh, Kenny zinged him once, and he was like, "What? What are you guys texting your uh, your writers? <laughs> like can't, can't come up with anything off the cuff." And like, <laughs> well done, uh, Kenny. When he played Big E, was like, "This is the closest thing you're ever gonna have to a main event in your career." And Big E just made this face of like, "I, I can't even say shit right now." <laughs> Especially after the week that uh, Kenny had. Because, like, WWE is shit right now, but New Japan is killing it. Yeah. Um, well, I should preface before we even start talking about much wrestling. I have not watched anything since Raw last week. Um, things got crazy at work this week. I just didn't find the time nor the energy to want to watch wrestling this week. Uh, and SmackDown. But you saw the opening from Raw. I did, because I watched it in studio at, while, in I, was, studio, I, was while I was at work for the first hour. I was like, hour. I bet you he doesn't even have the volume on, and he just nope. sees all the people sitting on ladders together, and it's like, this is fucking dumb. Yep, yeah, that's exactly what it was. So, um, I'm a little behind. I'm still going to read the notes, and I'm going to do the old Scotty react to them as I go. But, yeah, you're learning it as you read it. Um, um, but WWE's it, been bad. Like, I'm not even yeah. trying to be um, the internet fan or... 
just shit on the mainstream thing. It's just, it's been very uninteresting. Like, uh, my girlfriend has asked me, she's like, so like, how was the build to money in the bank? And I was like, to be honest, pretty mediocre. Like once people got in the match, it stopped being, ex- or like qualified, it stopped being exciting. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's, it's the downtime after WrestleMania yeah. every year where things kind of get shitty, but I'm always usually at least pulled back in by money in the bank. And it's been the exact opposite of the, that yeah, this year. That it I does just, zero to pull you back. And in. there's so many guys in there that I'm like, oh, that'd be really cool. That'd be really cool. But I just, I don't, I don't find the, the need to want to watch wrestling. Yeah, the, for fucking eight hours a the week. The weekly TVs have not been good. Yeah, like yeah. they're they're really just spinning their tires instead of progressing any stories. But we'll uh, we'll talk about it. Did you watch that? It was, it was Dominion. Is that what it was yeah. called? Did you watch that show? Yeah, Dominion was awesome from start to finish. Uh, lots of title changes. Chris Jericho beat Naito for the Intercontinental title. Nobody saw that coming, so that means Jericho's sticking around for a lot longer than uh, than originally thought. Mm. Uh, plus, the build to it was great. Like he'd be driving away in a car, and he'd be like, "I'm gonna get you, Naito. You fuck!" <laughs> like just screaming. Like I love Chris Jericho in New Japan because he's just able to be this kind of uncut. Bruiser Brody style, getting angry right. at the media who thinks it's really they're reporting on it like it's real. Mm. Um, some of Jericho's fashion choices have been a little, little odd because he's trying to be like this rock and roll character, right? So he did like eye paint, like Alice Cooper. I mean, I feel like some of that is partially him knowing that that's what's going to get people talking oh, about for it, too, sure. right? Like he does it just to get those looks. It's the same thing like when he was getting the scarf over, and you're like, man, how lame is him wearing scarves? <laughs> but how over he made it be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega finally defeated Okada to win the IWGP Heavyweight Champion uh, ship, which means that, like, that might be the best match of the year so far. Yeah, you think so? Which is, like, it's funny to say, like, last year, like, the one where Kenny almost won was my favorite match of the year. And now it's, like, Kenny has one. So pretty crazy for two Canadians in New Japan to win, like, the two big titles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, New Japan's a lot more interesting than WWE right now. Same with, like, Ring of Honor. And it seems like everyone's trying to collab with Jericho with his crews. Because now Impact's involved with that, too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they want to get there, get in on that, too. Which makes sense. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. Right? It's a great thing that if everyone who's um, not the quote-unquote major company... Just send a couple talents. Yeah. Have everyone represent your brands. I don't know why WWE didn't get in on it. They had the opportunity. Just send... Jericho wanted NXT originally. Right. And Vince was like, no, no, we can't let our, our talent do that. That's just so weird. Like, they've got such a great relationship where they've got this open-door policy with Jericho. You can't throw him a bone and yeah. just fucking give him some NXT guys? And wouldn't that be great exposure for your guys? I know. Like, it was. It's really win-win all around, but... They just don't see it corporately as a win. Yeah, it's very because it's an environment they can't control. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, saw Action Point. Okay. Uh, it was alright. I don't know if I know that one. That's uh Johnny Knoxville. Oh new movie yeah, yeah where okay. He got an amusement park. Chris right. Pontius is in it. Yeah. Uh, it's all right for like a slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. I would recommend getting like extremely high or <laughs> or seeing it drunk or something. To, yeah. When we okay. saw it. We were like one of like six people in the theater, so I don't think it's making money. Mm-hmm. You Poor see Johnny. Solo? Yeah, I did. Hey, Twice. can you convince me to go see it? Go see it. What? Just go see is it. Is Lando cool? Just go see it. Is Darth Maul there? Just go see it. Darth Maul, eh? Just go see it. All right. See, now I have to fucking block this out, Scotty. Like, what the fuck? 
It was it, with you and Star Wars and spoiling shit. But is it, a, is it a stinger or is it not Jesus a stinger? Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how you edit all of this. There's going to be one big, long beep now. But sometimes Fucking I'll see things because I Star want. Wars. A, sto- a spoiler would make me see that. Confirming it would make me see it. That Yes, I'm confirming it because now I can confirm nice. it because nobody else can hear what you said. Nice. So, yes, go In see what it. context is he there? Can't we can't talk about this? Oh. We can't. Okay, how can off, we talk about pull it? Pull Boris and tell tell me off the podcast. All right, good. Uh, yeah, go see that movie. It's very good. All right. I, I it's mean, kind it's of disappointing that didn't make very much money. I think the Last I Jedi. Fucking we, people are so butt hurt with Star Wars. Yeah, like Last Jedi really hurt a lot of people's wanting to go see it and support opening weekend box office. Yes. To the point, like it's sad when you look at other movies that should have been successful but weren't, like Justice League. Mm-hmm. On paper, that should have made a totally. lot of money. Yeah, and like the fact that Solo apparently made less than that, I was like, "Damn!" Like, for a bit there, I was using Justice League as my, my, my bar. Like, okay, as long as it does more than this, exactly, it's okay. Yeah. No one can say anything. And I was like, "Damn, that sucks." Because like Han Solo is like one of the biggest Star Wars characters, mm-hmm. uh, and like an origin story. Like when they announced all those other films. Everyone was super excited about a young Han Solo film and a sure. Boba Fett film. And now, like, hearing people be sour about it is intriguing because you don't know. Like, you every, obviously got to decide for yourself if you like it or not. Sure. Um, yeah. Just from the trailers, though, I just didn't get a young Harrison Ford vibe from this young man. Well, and is that, like, I haven't even seen really much. Of, I know that people didn't like it, but I haven't seen much of their reasons why they didn't like it. Is that what people That's said? That's what I've, I've seen the most of was that it, from the trailers or from people who did mm-hmm. see it said that it just didn't have the vibe of Harrison Ford's hand solo. And I see, I don't, I don't understand that because, like, for me, I was trying, I was going into it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and I'm going to assess this and see if I can see him actively trying to be like Harrison Ford yeah. playing this character. And there was a couple times throughout the movie where I had to, like, stop and, like, okay, how's he been doing? And, like, no, not so good so far. Until the very, very, very end when he fucking nails it on, like, this one scene okay. right towards the end. And that's when it kind of clicked in my brain that I'm like, he wouldn't act the way that yeah. Harrison Ford because did young. until he's... all of these events have happened. Yeah. And it's okay. changed him that's into fair. this fucking cocky guy that just did the Kessel Run in 12.5 parsecs okay. or whatever. See, that's good. Like, they... they... Give him the accolades to then have yeah, the attitude. Exactly. Okay. So See, I think that's that's, that's the biggest thing. But I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like a fucking ten out of ten movie. Um, but it, I mean, I'm a sucker. Did you for enjoy Star Wars, more than so. Last Jedi? I loved the Last Jedi. Yeah. So no. No. Okay. I was just gonna say, like, did you leave the theater being more stoked about Star Wars than? Uh... Uh, it's tough because of my own personal yeah feelings towards certain characters that may or may not have been in that film fair enough um fair enough but i came there's the the cool thing coming out of solo and i'll say this without any spoilers the cool thing is that it makes you wonder what the fuck is going to happen next and you didn't expect that from an origin story okay you went in thinking it was going to be kind of like rogue one you're like okay well this is obviously explaining how the death star just cuts in pieces got that fucking hole in it right and it's just going to go from here to here and it and it it did it and that was the beauty of rogue one there because you're like wow i could literally fire up a new hope and like it it starts right here but this one has people in it and a group in it that are not referenced in any other movies 
that don't necessarily go away at the end of this yeah, movie. It's so like you're like two different timelines that have never really crossed over. Some shit's got to happen yeah. at some point, and I don't know if that's in the Boba movie. I don't know if it's going to be in the eventual Obi Wan movie because I assume solo they're going to make two, that. Maybe in the works. I hope that's not the plan because this one wasn't very well received. So if they're just going to scrap Solo two, then we won't get to see what the fuck they had planned with yeah. all this shit. So I don't know. If nothing comes of it, would that be one of the biggest cock teases of all time? Oh, it'd be the worst for me anyway. I know I think I'm in the very big minority on this one, but probably anyone who grew up with like the prequel generation sure. probably would say that that would be a big cock tease. Yep. But I think there's a there's a logical way to bring that back in into a Kenobi movie. And I know they haven't announced that yet, but it's going to happen. Like, yeah. there's no way it doesn't happen. That's true. I guess that's the only other character that really exists in mm-hmm. the uh the prequels and then the uh the original trilogy. Yeah. And there's more story to tell with him, I think. Even though we have seen a lot of his story because he's been in six of the movies. I still think there's enough of a story that you can make. There's still unanswered questions. Even if it jumps around, if it's not a continuous thing where it's like, okay, here's what happened right after he dropped off baby Luke. And then here's something that popped up when Luke was fucking 10 years old. And then like you could do these little fucking... Yeah, like just moments of him interacting with Luke, but Luke has no idea who he is because he's just a youth kind of thing. Exactly. It's a good movie. I liked it. I watched it twice, as a matter of fact. Went and saw it a second time. Just as good. Nice. Yep. Always nice when you like a movie enough to support it twice. Brando said it perfectly in that you are spending $12 for the moment, the big moment towards the end of that movie, and it's everything else on top is just, yeah. even if you don't like it, it's already good because of that one moment. Yeah, you still walk away. See, that's cool. That's a nice thing to do at the end of a film that even if people don't necessarily love it all the way through, mm-hmm. you have something that gets them talking right at the end. So when they're walking back to their car or they get home, they're like, oh, I can't believe whatever. Yep. Yep, I would recommend it. Um, what else have I done recently? Not a lot. We did uh, We did another, if you want to hear more about E3, uh, we did our big E3 uh, Talking Reckless podcast last night. So you can go listen to that. Nice. Let's break it down. You guys game talk by about game the and... uh, the people at the Ubisoft conference whose mics were still on after they went backstage. Oh shit! We totally forgot about that, but that was pretty funny. Nice. We nailed. We it. We nailed that. <laughs> and like, there's something nice because obviously, like, if if you're afraid of public speaking or like that's a fear of yours, because ah. not only are you broadcasting to like the people that are actually there in person, but like gazillion bajillion people online. Yeah. So. It was funny, though. I, oh, I it was nice. It. it was a nice heartwarming moment. There's some weird shit, too, like the fucking pandas doing the exact same thing as they did last year to start yeah. with Ubisoft. I'm like, really? You couldn't think of a better way to do this? Uh, the layout of the Sony conference was a little weird. Yeah, the pacing on it. Like, they should have done Last of Us last Yeah, and not had that intermission 15 minutes in where I have to sit there and watch that fucking horrible intermission host do whatever the fuck he was trying to and do. And then even then, like, when it was over, they went back to that panel and then they're like, we're going to announce another game. And I'm like, wait, is it over or is it not over? I want to play video games myself, yeah. but I don't want to miss something. But I agree with you. I think it was one of the better uh, E3s that I've ever watched, for sure. Trover Saves the Universe. Can't wait for that. Yeah, that'll be cool. Although they showed a lot, and that was one of my gripes, too, on the podcast, was they've showed, like, if you watched that that presentation, immediately following, at least on the Twitch uh, broadcast, they had... Uh, like a lot of the gameplay for it, where they like were showing the kid having a conversation with his dad that revealed a pretty, what I assume is a pretty big plot point oh. about his dad. And it's only one episode, which is free, which is great. But like, I'm like, why are you showing this much if it's only one episode? And now yeah. I already know this one thing and about now, the like, one character. I got a lot of the context already. But it does look really cool. 
That's very relatable. Like that scene of him, the kid trying to turn that TV on with his hand. I'm like, what kid didn't fucking do that when yeah. they were young, try and fucking use the force or something? No, some wait, shit. we're thinking of two different games. Which one did you say? Trover Saves the Universe. Oh, shit. I thought you that's said that. Uh, uh, that's like the Rick and Morty. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Justin yeah, yeah. Rowland one. That one. You're talking about the Life is Strange spinoff. Yeah. Where the kid's like, Dad, why are you drinking a beer? And he's like, you're not my boss. Exactly. Like, um, I probably won't play that game because like, even though it's free and it's one episode, I, it just does not seem like that relatable, even though it does. Sure. Yep. I just don't think that I'll walk away and be like... Well, I just want to play it because they're going to tie it into Life, Life is Strange. Strange season Yeah, I never two, played so. Life is Strange. I've heard nothing but great things about yeah. it. I know Brando was a big uh, a big advocate for trying to get me to play it at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's the only reason that I'll play it. But uh, That one just seems like we couldn't get the Rick and Morty fucking licenses, so here's a fucking Rick and Morty game that's just not called yeah. Rick and Morty. When they're like... Call four one one or no seven one one because that's the emergency number in this universe. I was like, and it was like pretty much the Morty voice. I yeah, was like, I know. Okay, yeah. right? Like, yeah. As a uh, as a not Rick and Morty fan, I, that game didn't really do much for me. Oh, you don't like Rick and Morty? No, that was kind of something new I've gotten into. Yeah, it's I, all right. I haven't really legitimately given it a chance. It's all right. The fan base has embraced it's me exactly. off of it more than anything is the it's problem. It's one of these things, and then now I go to Hot Topic, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look, at now that I like the show, uh, yeah. like, no, I'm not buying merch. Which like, is so unfair to base it off the fan base, I know. But, but like, that's the thing. Having a toxic bad. fan base like that, like, it was that Chicken McNugget thing. That was what pushed it over the line. Yeah, the fucking Szechuan sauce. There was already, and like. Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick is really bad. Yeah. As well as the fans that are like, you need uh, a degree in blah, blah, blah to find the show funny. It's like, sure. no, you don't. They're like, no. the show's actually so smart. It's like, no, it's not. No. It's actually very brash. It's the same as all the other shows. It's very brash, but like some of the stuff they parody is funny if you mm. like nerdy stuff. Uh, what else have I done? I played some For Honor today for the first time ever. Nice. You play that game? I do remember that game. It's all right. It, I, it was free, so it's I'm probably weighing it a lot less than people who spent eighty dollars when yeah. that game came out because I heard that it didn't do too well, but it's okay. I just think that it's hard to charge for a game that's online only eighty dollars. Sure. Especially when the game's main components is first person perspective sword fighting. Yep. Like Ooh, that's a lot to ask for. Also, as uh me and Eats found out today, there is a uh, a a already known exploit in that game that's been known since December and still hasn't been fixed. And people can just do this one move where it like perma stuns you, and you just have to stand there and get fucked up. Oh, and then they just get free stabs or yeah. slices at you until you die. Oh, until you die, yeah. you're guaranteed you're just dead. So it's just like, oh, okay. So you guys know about this, haven't been able to fix it for fucking six months. God damn it, Ubisoft. Yeah, it's it's not good. That's but rough. again, it's free for me, so that I can't rough. really get that pissed yeah. off for it. But um, and, and and because it's free, you only get the three base characters. How so many like, are there now? Uh, Eight, I think, or there's nine. Eight? Holy shit. Yeah, I remember put, there's only three to begin with. They just put new DLC out now, I think, too. Like, within the last couple weeks. And those guys are fucking OP compared to the fucking what original thing. Like, the Viking or some shit? I don't know. It's it's some chick that's like a Valkyrie or something like okay. that. And she fucking is, like, super fast. And she does this one jump where she, like, jumps on you and, like, bites your neck. And it regens her health and fucks you up when she does it, too. And Puts you in a stun state. She gets her health back. Oh, yeah. That's it's some bullshit, but I I had fun. I was playing it on my PC too, so nice. It's it's weird playing it with a mouse. I'm sure. Oh yeah, how's it to... transitioning to playing games on PC? I'm still learning. the The WASD 
is yeah. still foreign to me, so I'm still getting used to that. But I'm getting there. There are moments when you're playing something, you just look down. You're like, I'm not even on the right keys anymore. Totally. Yeah. Or like, or it's like press four, and I'm like, Which oh one? shit, I don't know where four. Uh, that one. All there right, we go. Good. <laughs> just really cheat picking. You're like Homer uh, from Simpsons, where it's like pretty much press any key. What yeah. the hell? Which one's any? I make that joke every time a game says press the any key. Um, I've been playing a lot of Donkey Kong on my PC. Country. Yep. Nice. I'm planning on playing through all of the Donkey Kongs. Nice. But I'm on two currently, so. Three is the best. I also like three the best, I think, too. Um, Where you're Baby Kong and Dixie? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good game. Um, And then I'm going to have to play. We're trying to find a way that I can play that dumb bongo one, uh, (laughs) which because I never played it as a kid. And I told them, I was like, yeah, I'm probably going to play all the Donkey Kongs. And they're like, does that include the bongo, whatever the fuck that game's Congo called? Congo bongo or yeah. something like that? I was like, well, I don't own it, and nor do I have a GameCube or any way of playing it. And they're like, well, you got to play it. You got it. And so I'm like, okay, I'll see if I can play How it. do you emulate the controller? Well, and if I do get the actual bongos, how do I stream it without it being the most obnoxiously annoying fucking... You ever notice that you never saw people really stream Guitar Hero or Rock Band ever too much? Yeah, that's true. I think there's a reason for that. Unless you have very good mics. Yeah. But at that point, you're probably not streaming those games. You're streaming better games. Yeah, you're probably streaming higher quality entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What else? Uh, That's pretty much it. Oh, I was. uh, we got the cover of You Weekly this week. Uh, Edmonton FGC. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet, hey? Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Some cool news. So they interviewed me, Fake Steve, and Marv Tronic from the scene. Nice. Oh, and B-Ball. Uh, top player for Marvel, so that was kind of cool. Um, it's a nice little accomplishment, but it was funny because I have friends who are uh, the editors at View Weekly, and it wasn't them who like wrote the story. And then I talked to them, and they're like, "Yeah, we're thinking about giving you guys the cover, but we've never had an intern get the cover before." And I was like, "You guys have no bigger stories going on right now." And they're like, "No, we don't. <laughs> we honestly don't." Uh, slow week. That's all right though. That's pretty sweet. Get some eyeballs on it, maybe a yeah. couple, uh, couple of new people. I got an event people. coming up next Sunday, so Good. it's a nice promotion for that. Good. All right, uh, let's uh, let's slide on over to the news, unless you got something else to spoil movie-wise or something. Uh, Stuart Little at the end, they take <laughs> him away. The government takes him away. Fuck, I haven't watched Stuart Little in a long time. That was a good movie. That was a good movie, actually. Well, that held up pretty well. The kid in that movie was also the kid in something else. I don't remember what it is now. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, do it. While we do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Break it. Uh, did you find anything yet? Yeah. Um, is the kid's name Georgie in the show, in the movie? The Jonathan Lipnicki guy. Is yeah. What, I'm about. Uh, what else was he in? Jerry Maguire was a big one, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. It's not the one I'm thinking of. Fuck, these are all too new to be the one that I'm thinking of. He's in Dr. Doolittle? Yeah, maybe. Um... Maybe I always thought that he was the same kid that played Anakin in the original. Oh, no, that's the kid from uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That those were... 
I was, I, the kid from Stuart Little kind of looks like the kid from A Christmas Story, but like, there's no way those no. movies sync up in years of release. Not even close. Yeah, where it could be plausible. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about what's first on my news thing here. Uh, fans were upset over Peoria live event last night, apparently. Uh, Wrestling Inc. reports that fans are upset following WWE's live event at Peoria last night because there was no women's match and no Braun Strowman, who was advertised. Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss had also been advertised at one point. So people are butthurt because they didn't get to see who they wanted to see and were advertised to see. Well, if they were advertised and they weren't there, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. Especially if you didn't announce something at the start of the show being like... That's why they always do that card subject to change yeah. thing to cover their own asses. Cover though. their own butts. Um... Do you think we're ever going to get that house show made up to us? You know what's funny? I definitely the other day came upstairs and was like, WWE owes us a house show. Yeah. Like, they should come and they should bring somebody that they wouldn't normally bring. Give us an NXT house show yeah. for all I care. That'd be fucking, fucking dope. NXT would be sweet, but Give they wouldn't come dream. to the Raj. I think you could sell the Raj if they did. If they did, but they always go to smaller arenas for NXT. It's true. It's true. Like, it'd be like, we're at Northlands at Hall D. <laughs> You could do the Shaw for them. Shaw would sell. Shaw would sell. Shaw would be cool. It would suck audio-wise, but that's you don't need audio for a wrestling show, do you? Not overly. Uh, Dean Ambrose was spotted at the WWE Performance Center uh, rehabbing his surgically repaired tricep tear. Uh, nobody knows if he was just doing therapy or if he was actually in the ring. It's been six months since he had the surgery, and it's supposed to be around nine months uh, recovery time. So Okay. So we might the, be seeing him sometimes. The last third. Hmm. Uh, here's a weird story. UFC president Dana White got involved in a wrestling match at uh, the Beale Street Brawl event, which is a weird thing because remember there was that story where Vince was like, how'd you like to come main event WrestleMania and do a match with me? And Dana's like, I'm not doing that dumb wrestling shit. And then he goes and does this fucking local Memphis promotion yeah, then he does, uh, for fucking 20 people. Memphis Indie. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Dana White's kind of a bad businessman. I think he's starting to realize the value of that and how much crossover there has and will continue to be yeah. between the sports. Uh, and also, he's not going to be with the UFC forever. So maybe he's, I mean, he said that he wants to do boxing promotion. Maybe he's thinking about doing wrestling. Who knows? Could Dana White, if he started up a company, rival the WWE? Not for a long time. Not, it would take him a while to get it up there, I think. He'd have to, like, buy it like ROH or something. Like, I don't think he could do it from right. scratch. I think if you bought out an existing company that isn't Impact, just because the stigma of Impact, you could probably do it. Make a run at it, for sure. Or they just he just does an upstart with a lot of fucking money, and yeah. they get on Spike and... Get it on, get a TV deal, and get a couple ex-WWE people that, like, people know, like a John Morrison or something like that. If you could sign him exclusively, Mm -hmm. I think that would, some people would watch just for him. Jack Swagger. CM Punk. (laughs) Well, yes, that would probably be a pretty good one, too. Um, WWE announces stadium show for Australia. Uh, WWE has announced John Stadium show for the company's upcoming return to Australia on Saturday, October 6th at the Melbourne Cricket Ground. I like that name. Uh, the uh, stadium has capacity for just over 100,000 people, which is pretty crazy. 100,024 is what it says. 
And this will feature in a one-on-one match, The Undertaker versus, uh, oh, no, not versus Triple H. Yeah, yeah, versus Triple H. The upcoming event will feature The Undertaker in a one-on-one match against Triple H, supposedly for the last time ever. So fuck that end of an era match. Yeah, remember how great that was and that moment? Where you're like, damn, like... Undertaker might be retiring right now. This could be the actual end of an era. They're all retiring. They're all going to go away and we'll never see them ever again. And then the following year, you're like, oh, this will be the last Taker match. (laughs) No, this one's for sure the last Taker match. This one for sure. Yeah. He left Um, his coat this time. That could be a really cool show, though. If they can fill that thing. Man, 100,000 people. Of 100,000 Australian people. At a wrestling show going bananas, I think it'd be really cool. I think this is good. They should continue doing this. I think the foreign markets, um, like uh, the UK and Australia, is just different fans. Like sure. you go to these places that uh, the fans aren't overexposed, and like they act like it's uh, 1998 again. Yep, because they haven't had shows since then. Yeah, or right? the, like, big shows or, anyway. Yeah, it's been years since that. Like. If we got a legitimate live TV, I feel like Canada or like Edmonton would go ape. Yeah, um, it should do a Canadian stadium show because we have one of the best stadiums yeah, in all of true. Canada, so that we would true. have an actual chance of Commonwealth hosting that. Is hard to fill though. It is, but I feel like if it was, if they were gonna fucking give us an Undertaker match or something big like that, I feel like it wouldn't. It would. It would sell. Yeah. It'd be okay. Hey, but but I, it's not a hundred thousand. I also thousand. got a hunch that it feels like John Cena versus Triple H from uh, Saudi Arabia, where it's like, a test of strength, like very <laughs> exhibition-style match. It's not going to be a high-paced one, I'll tell you that for sure. Um, That's all I got for Oh, uh, the WWE 2K19 cover was loosely announced, not officially, but supposedly it's AJ Styles. I think I saw an image of the cover. Did Maybe you? it was a, a fan-made one. I'll see mm. if I can find it on Instagram. Uh, pre-order bonus is supposedly going to be Ronda Rousey, and that's all that I saw from it. Oh, Rey Mysterio was also involved in the commercial shoot that they did over the last week. So, so we figure that's he's neat. also involved. Neat. Uh, that's all I got for news. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, Lexi mm-hmm. Bliss got a new tattoo. Apparently, let's uh, see what's going. Is that a big on deal? It's on her ribs, right by what appears to be her breast. Uh, it just says, I am enough in pink letters. Oh. All right. There you go. That's, that's tattoo news on the Spanish announce table. All righty. Let's uh, slide on over to the Raw. Yeah. Okay. Does that look real? That, I mean, you'd think they'd put him in blue because he's SmackDown. But yeah, I don't but know. The, the 2K is always red. That's true, I guess. That's true. It could be real. Who posted it? Uh, Wrestling. Could be then. They're, they're a credible source. We quote them more often than not. All right. There you go. You Better than Uproxx writing fucking two paragraphs <laughs> for all of a two-hour show of SmackDown this week. <laughs> all right. Let's do Raw first. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall. The saints across the nation. The Verizon Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, 
Yeah, so as I said, I didn't watch this other than the first 40 to 45 minutes in the studio while doing my radio show with no sound on and intermittently having to work whilst also watching it. I watched Raw, but very half-assly. Um, I, uh, I turned on just in time to get the then now forever. And I'm like, oh, good timing. Yeah, we're ready to go. Let's watch some wrestling. And then it fades in and there's fucking six people in the ring standing on ladders. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? Why? What? Why? Uh, there was, who was in there? Um, Owens. It was a mix of, yeah, Owens. It was everyone who was in the, Strowman. from Raw, who was in the men's women, men's and women. Was it all of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess because there's only three from each side, right? So they have six, yeah, that makes sense. Um, It just looks so fucking stupid. And like, they're all out there being like this. They all think it's stupid, too. You can see it in their faces. Like, this is the stupidest thing. I look stupid. Yeah. I feel stupid. You didn't see any music for anybody. They're already all just perched on their ladders looking at the hard cam like, yep, this is totally normal. Nothing Weird about what we're doing right now. Kevin Owens and Sasha Banks' body language were just like, fuck this the whole time. Yeah. And it just screams of, like, Vince being like, just go out there and I act natural. I think that's natural. a Kevin Dunn thing. Act natural, goddammit. I feel like that's a Kevin Dunn Could thing. Of like, Imagine if we open, it pans from black, you guys are already all perched on the ladders, and then you guys will have a, back and, a, a very scripted back and forth. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it looked fucking stupid. I don't think I was the only one that thought that way. Uh, Kurt Angle came out talking about how great the match is going to be uh, before he's interrupted by, and I haven't really been keeping up with this storyline. This um, is kind of funny. But it's it's Constable Corbin is, is raw. So he was appointed by Stephanie via, like, a text or email, yeah, right? Yeah, like a phone call. He's like, I received a phone call from Stephanie McMahon, so I'm now the constable. And that makes him have more power than, like, what does that mean? I don't know, like... It seems like he has power to override or to threaten to override Angle. So Angle just changes his decisions. Like, he'll be like, you don't want me to go talk to Steph about this. You know, this. I don't think Steph would approve of this. Yeah, okay. So maybe you should make it a two or three fall. So he's her puppet, shit. essentially. Yeah, pretty much. While she's not there. Uh, oh, he, he cut shaved, his hair. shaved his head. Yeah. Which About is fucking good. time. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they finally let him do it. Because I feel like he's been wanting to do that for a long time. And they're like, no, you know, you got to keep, keep your it. image. With um, all those action figures. It looks really good. Like, it looks so much better this way. Yeah. He, uh, it makes his head look less awkward. Or, yes. Like, it just shapes his head a lot better. Yep. And, and he doesn't look like a fucking crackhead, homeless crackhead. Yeah. He had, like, a, or like 80s metal dude who never got out of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Got his fucking skull it. <laughs> uh, he explains uh, that he speaks for Stephanie McMahon. She wants both briefcases to come back to Raw. We have a fatal four-way match. Natalia, Amber Moon, Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss. Uh, Natalia tapped out Alexa with a sharpshooter. Uh, Moon hit Natalia with an eclipse before Bliss broke it up, tried to steal the pin, which Banks broke up. Bliss avoided a bank statement by way of a rope break and sending Banks into the ring post. Then Natalia picked up uh, the win with the sharpshooter on Alexa Bliss. Which is good luck for Natty going into it. Uh, yeah, they're really a, pushing her. She's the Vegas odds favorite. Is she really? Yeah, which mm. I think is like kind of crazy. Well, they're doing that. Like she's friends with Rhonda, so I feel like that's just giving her this look of like people tune in to see Rhonda do things, and they see Natalia with her, and they're like, "She's obviously pretty good." I wonder if it's gonna be like a Rhonda beats Nia, but only holds the belt for all of like fifteen minutes, and Natty cashes in. Yeah, like same night, evilly. Um, 
What was I going to say about this? Oh, I read a story that apparently Ember Moon is really big into D&D. Yeah, she is. She's kind of crazy. Uh, she's well. into everything kind of nerdy. Is she? Yeah. Her, Tyler Breeze, and somebody else used to play D&D back in uh, NXT. Mm. Like They had like a weekly game with a couple other people. But the like big names from it that actually made it up to That's like rosters sweet. were Tyler Breeze. Fuck, I'd love to play that. Oh, it was Tyler Breeze, Xavier Woods back when he was in NXT, sure. and Ember Moon. Hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens tried to make friends with friend uh, friend friend Balor, Finn Balor, uh, noting that they needed a plan to go into their match to take out Braun Strowman. Balor was reluctant but agreed with him. That's what it says. Yeah, Kevin was like kind of smart, very Weasley. Like he's like, you know, you can't beat. Uh, Braun, you know, I might be able to beat Braun, but it'd be very taxing. Mm. Very taxing. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeated Breezango with their Claymore zigzag finisher on Fandango. Uh, they're just pushing those guys hard over the past couple weeks. Yeah, but they, they didn't win the number one contender, did they? No, they didn't. Uh, McIntyre got thrown out. Oh, okay. And then that makes sense. your other partner had to go if mm. one guy got. Gotcha. Uh, Roman Reigns cut a backstage promo on Jinder Mahal. Mahal then made his entrance, said he won't be fighting Reigns tonight, instead having Sunil Singh take his place. Roman Reigns defeated Sunil Singh by pinning him falling his spear. I don't have much to say about this program. It's fucking stupid. It's like, originally I was like, yay, Jinder will move him away from like the main event. But then they're still pushing these guys. Like They're, they're still getting the time as if they were a main event thing. It just reeks of... Well, this will be the way that we can turn the fans around on Roman Reigns. We'll put him up against this anti-American heel. That'll work. Seems like people are like more pro-gender on like most internet fans I are like, know. you know, gender's really coming into his own He's again. Trying his hardest. Uh, the B team, or uh, you could call them the current Heath Slater and Rhino, defeated the old Heath Slater and Rhino with a suplex <laughs> neck breaker finisher on Slater. Um, what do you think of this whole B team thing? From what you've seen. It's a funny gimmick. Like yeah. they do this every now and then, where it's the they they pick two obscure yeah. guys, and then at least I'll say this: when these guys win, I feel really happy for, uh, especially Curtis Axel, mm-hmm. and he sells it every time like he's winning like a championship. Yep, and they will eventually, I think. Oh yeah, I don't think you can do it from Wyatt and Hardy, but at some point down they, the line, they're even selling like the face of fear, like being scared when they're like, "We're gonna eat and delete you," and then they. Pan back and Bo Dallas looks like he just crapped his pants. Yeah. So they got something going there, at least for him. Seth Rollins. Oh, the leader of the world cut at that promo that you talked about. Seth Rollins then interrupted Elias's performance and stomped on his guitar that was given to him by John Mayer. Uh, yeah, it was just a acoustic guitar that had the intercontinental belt. Like, What's John Mayer's song? Your body is a wonderland. There's another one, though. I remember that one. Let's uh, see what the old Bing can pull up here. Oh, daughters. That's what I'm thinking of. What's that one? Fathers, be good to your daughters. It's good. It's a good song. I just got to wait for this fucking advertisement of Wayne and his decrepit old man. You know this one. Come on. This is a heater of a jam. Oh, yeah. You don't have your headphones. I don't have that. Just I don't have like Hell of a singer, that John Mayer. The ladies love him. One time when I worked for Ticketmaster, I worked at John Mayer concert. Yeah. And lots of ladies. It doesn't surprise me at all. Um, 
Ruby Riot defeated Bailey by pinning her after the Riot kicked Riot Squad draw all over Bailey after the match. Yeah, says. they put an R on her tummy. It was with a sharpie. It was it was pretty cringe. R for Riot Squad. Oh, okay. What did you think it was? <laughs> Nothing. R for what? <laughs> what do you think I think it was? Because you're probably thinking what I think it think for was. For someone who might be mentally challenged. Yes. Oh, that's so mean to say about <laughs> Bailey. She kind of acts that way sometimes. See, she does. There was one moment, especially in NXT, remember when she used to be like, Dusty Rhodes? And I was like, oh, my God, did they book a character who has Down syndrome? Uh, all right. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax had their face-to-face for the Raw Women's Championship match, Money in the Bank. They go uh, face-to-face. Jax tries to hit Rousey with a forearm, who catches her, tries to lock in an armbar. Jax picks up Rousey. Rousey gets her back down and forces her to tap out. Is 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 Nia Jax a heel or are Nia's they still the heel now? Going with like we're both kind of friends, but I just want to beat you. Uh it's flipped, but then Nia quote unquote keeps showing her true colors, as Corey Graves says, mm. or Coachman, one of the fucking guys. Um, because yeah, it started with like, hey, I I I'm challenging you, and then it was like I challenged you because I knew I could beat you, right? So yeah. I don't know, because originally yeah. it made it look like Stephanie McMahon made Nia. Look like an ass, like she kind of played her against Rhonda, right? But now Nia's just taking that ball and running with it. Mm. Um, Rhonda's really underwhelming on the mic. Here is Rhonda, yeah. She yelled this time, which I was like, All right, at least she's trying to get more into it. Mm -hmm. But it's still like the weakest part of her is her mic skills. She has a presence still when she does like the scowl or whatever or the glare. I'll give her Heyman at some point and then I'll be good. I don't know, man. How many times in the life of the podcast have we been told this is Brock Lesnar's last match? It's Brock Lesnar's last yeah. match. Yeah. His contract's done. Like, I, I never believe it anymore. Still, I, even if it's not, even if Brock Lesnar's still there, they'll give her Heyman. Oh, there's other news. Brock Lesnar's uh, now the longest reigning champion. Yes, yeah, since our last podcast. Yes, that has yeah. happened. Yeah. So, with ten defenses, I think it said. Great Which for fucking, you, Bork Laser. Oh, I knew you and the internets would fucking hate that. Oh, they would hate it. Yet Dean Ambrose is fucking... No, I didn't like the Dean Ambrose no, when I he know. was U.S. champ either. I and think he also should... defended it more than Brock did, too. Yeah. In less time. Um, still wasn't a lot, but... Yeah. The Universal Championship is such a weird thing. Like, when you look at which guys have held it and oh, how yeah. long each oh, guy yeah. held it for. It's weird, weird history. Um... Somebody did the math and said that if um, it to get up to the amount of defenses that CM Punk had in his reign, it would take Brock Lesnar fourteen years, I think it was, or oh, something like keeps, that, uh, on the pace that he's at right now. Current... Fuck, that was funny. That made me laugh. Um, uh, no way, it was a defeated Kurt Hawkins by pinning him after a pop up punch. Has it, they they've been using Kurt Hawkins more lately? They have been. ESPN did a story on him about how does a man lose 200 matches and still still lace up his boots and expect to sure. get a victory eventually. I told you that he supposedly is trying to get on Sesame Street. Did we talk about that yes, on this Yes, we talked about that last one. Yeah. Uh, Rude and Balor met backstage to discuss whether they should trust Owens and work with him in their fatal four-way match against Braun Strowman. Sami Zayn surprise attacked uh, Bobby Lashley at the end of Lashley's run through an obstacle course in what was meant to be an obstacle course battle. It was shit. What the fuck is that? They were going to like tie you times. Like, oh, you did it in 35 seconds. Like the NXT shit that yes. they used to do? It Why? was like they set up Why? a military style one because 
Oh, Sami Zayn okay. goes, well, was Bobby Lashley really in the military? It, this might be the worst feud of the year so far. It's bad. It's and super I haven't bad. seen all of it. I've only seen the fucking oh, sisters. Oh, it's cringeworthy. And, then and read like, this. Sami Zayn's one of my boys. Yeah. And it's just like, this is so cringeworthy. And like, I don't even understand why Sami Zayn is going after Bobby Lashley, like in, in size and characters. Like, mm. it, this just doesn't work. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, Balor, Owens, and Rude met backstage with Owens wanting to talk strategy for taking down Strowman, who shows up and dares them to team up against him. Fatal four-way match. Braun Strowman defeated Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode, and Finn Balor by pin after choke slam and running power slam on Owens onto a ladder. Roode, Owens, and Balor work together to try and take Strowman uh, with take out Strowman with Owens' frog splashing Strowman through the announce table off a ladder. I did see that spot. It was pretty good. Uh, Strowman eventually recovers and makes his way back to the ring. Strowman takes coup de gras, glorious DDT, and a second top rope frog splash from Owens. For taking a ladder from Owens and hitting the finishing sequence. So he is still a monster. And yeah. kills everyone. Do they do they book him to win? Because I feel like he doesn't need the briefcase. No, I think it'll be literally everyone gangs up on him, takes him out. When he starts to finally rise back up ten minutes later, they'll all gang up on him. Like, they'll keep him Yeah, the they'll just somehow. do that mentality against him? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they, exactly that point. He doesn't need it. He does not need that briefcase. No. And 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 if he did win it, the only logical thing for me would be for him to win it and then immediately go, let's do this right now. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. Let's go. Brock, let's go. Like, that's just his character. That yeah, seems... he'd either insert himself into the match. He's not match. the cerebral assassin. He's no, not he's the not guy gonna... that's going to bide his time. The only thing that he's doing that, like, in terms of that is, like, next week I'm cashing in, right? Like, set up in a match. I think they're, I still think that, and they would, I don't think they'd ever do this, but I think there'd be a great story to tell of, because who else are you going to be able to do this with other than Brock Lesnar, of somebody winning that briefcase on Sunday, a.k.a. tomorrow, and then immediately cashing in, and somebody come to the ring and be like, well, Brock's not here. And then the guy would be like, it says I get a fucking title shot whenever I want. Either you strip him or I get the title somehow. Like, I think there's a story to be told there, but I don't think they'd ever do it. All right, let's talk about SmackDown. FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee, because I didn't write it down. Thank you. Um, you know what? It started off with a pretty decent match. Daniel Bryan versus Shelton Benjamin. On paper, I'm like, yo, both these guys have been in Ring of Honor. Like, this is going to be good. Was there a crossover? No. Like, they'd never. What, once, once one got signed to WWE yeah. or NXT, the other guy uh, was leaving the company. That's kind of what I thought. I'm just going to text in the middle of you reading your notes. Eh? Yep. Yeah, that's a good time to do yeah, that. Yeah, my girlfriend's sending me, she's at Hot Topic. She's like, do you want this Young Buck shirt? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, have you seen um, their April Fool's Day shirt? No. Okay, so they made a fake boy band. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw that yeah, part. Yeah, the Too Sweet. Yeah. Or like, it's like the song or whatever. Yes. They have like the fake album shirt. Mm. And she's like, you want this? I'm like, no. <laughs> like. You would wear that's it. That's really you hard to explain. You would wear it. Uh, Brian won with submission with the heel hook. He's really getting that over. He said he's going to break Cass's leg at uh, so, Money in the Bank. So he actually won a match. Yes. Because hasn't he kind of been losing a lot lately? Yeah, Brian has been Small losing Joe, a lot. Small Joe, he lost to. Lost to Cass once. No, he beat Cass at. He did. You're right. That one pay-per-view. That's yeah. why I think Cass will win at this one. 
and they'll set up a rubber match that nobody wants. Sure. Uh, Lana, who got her own T-shirt, had a little bit there. Uh, Lana Day, is that Yeah, what it is? Lana Day. Yeah. Uh, keeping that relatively over. Uh, Rusev defeated Samoa Joe. The Miz was the special guest referee, which is really odd. Backstage, um, the Miz is like just kind of fake refing. Like, you know, Undertaker used to shadow box. Sure. Imagine someone shadow refereeing. Okay. Like the Miz is giving shit to nobody, <laughs> telling him like you weren't making, you weren't holding the tag rope. Good. I like and that. And Paige walks up and it's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I've got a new movie coming up where I play." Uh, the ref, it's called Rough Rough Referee. Uh, it's about a dog who learns to referee. I'm his mentor. And, like, there's moments like that where The Miz is kind of funny as a... Now she wants me to get me a shield shirt. This is fucking terrible. Do it. No, I don't want a shield shirt. Do it. Especially when it looks like they're all wearing the Roman Reigns glove on the shirt. <laughs> um, Just brutal wrestling merchandise sometimes. Just brutal. That's what you get at Hot Topic. Sometimes Hot Topic is really cool wrestling merch where you're like, oh, look at all this cool New Japan stuff. Sure. And then, like, actually, there isn't very much WWE stuff anymore. Mm. They're still trying to sell their certified G t-shirts. Ah. They're like, fuck, we bought way too many of these. <laughs> and then the guy turned out to be a piece of work. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Miz is able to convince Paige to put him in the match as the special referee. Um after the match, The Miz attacked Rusev and went and unhooked the money in the bank. He went to the commentator's table to open it up. And what is in it? But pancakes. Ah, yes. Uh, thus hinting that The New Day has uh, already touched and tampered with the briefcases. Mm. Uh, nice. Who do you think we get from The New Day in that match? It'll be, uh, if, if I'm picking, I'd go with Biggie. Have him be the guy to get the first kind of singles push. Um, he seems like the easy one coming out of it to be okay on his own. Uh, and the other two can kind of be, although I, either, any of them would be fine, I think, on his own. So it, I, I'm, I'm happy either way. Yeah. Uh, I could see Xavier Woods getting into it just because he's been very in the the mainstream news with the E3 and up, up, down, down. I think just sure. hit a, another subscriber milestone. He's got a very uh, good relationship with the uh, SmackDown general manager as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty tight, one might say, or loose, depending on how you look at it. I'm in the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom preparing my bum. <laughs> oh, Paige, she'll never never live that down. Nope. Uh, Jeff Hardy taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. Like I was like, damn, I'm actually kind of excited for that matchup. Like, yeah, that's an odd thing you never thought you'd see. Uh, Jeff Hardy won by disqualification after a low blow. Shocker. And like. It was a good match, and then all of a sudden Nakamura like bounces off the rope, drops down to a knee, and just gives him one. Uh, and then uh, gave Hardy the 10 count afterwards. So he got hit in the nads pretty bad uh, to send a message to AJ Styles. Uh, the week before, they had a contract signing, and AJ was the first one to punch Shinsuke. Okay, yeah, I saw that. And I AJ's saw the, all like, uh, we can play games. And I saw the remix of that with the Bruno Mars song. With the bump, 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 bump. Here we go, here we go. Anyways, uh, is that it? Uh, pretty much, excites from the 10 woman tag. Uh, or, sorry, was. I'm counting one, two, three, four. Is there way more SmackDown girls in the Money in the Bank? 
Is there four and only Maybe? three? Because it said Oscar. Oh no, Oscar's not in that match. She's yes. taking on Carmella. Yeah. Oscar, Charlotte, Naomi, Becky Lynch, and Lana defeated Carmella, Billy Kay, Peyton Rice, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. That really shows that how stacked one side of the roster is for mm-hmm. women, and then the other half is kind of like creative has never really done anything with some of them. Some of them are brand new though. Mm. Because I don't really consider Absolution to be anything. Are they still, like, they're still on screen together? Like, they're. Yeah. Like, Sonya Deville and. Oh, yeah. They're still friends backstage and they go and they trash talk Paige backstage all the time. Hmm. And are they calling themselves Absolution still or is that done? No, they just. Because when. And I've watched SmackDown for even longer than I haven't watched anything, but um, it seemed like they were kind of teasing. Not teasing. It seemed like they had gone. They're done. Paige was like, no, Absolution is over. Sorry, ladies. And then. The next week, Mandy Rose came out with her own entrance and her own music. They have their own music and entrances. Yeah. But, like, here, like, they both only went halfway down the ramp on the entrances Weird. and waited for the other girl. Weird. Similar to how, like, Peyton Royce and uh, Billy Kay come out together. Mm-hmm. They, like, met them halfway at the ramp. Good. All right. Um, was that, did you watch NXT this week? I did not, but we could go through it real quick. I'm sure it was uh, the go-home show. To yeah, take I usually over. don't really do much with that. Um, they generally just kind of preview the video packages. But let's have a look. Since I can find it, which I probably can't because it's been... Yep, nope, can't find it. Oh, well, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Uh, let's talk about NXT TakeOver, which is happening in 56 minutes from... No, it's probably on right now. Yeah, it probably just Are started. the Saturday ones earlier, too, now? No, I think this one starts at 6. Okay, so the... the so the pre-show's on right now. TakeOvers are still normal time, but the pay-per-views now are an hour earlier, which I totally forgot about until I went to go set my thing today. Like, what do you mean the pre-show starts at 4? Oh, I didn't set mine. Shit. Well, you got a full day to do it. What are you worried about? Uh, well, no, for takeover. Oh, I forgot Ooh. about takeover. Who you with? I, what? Which company is it? Tell us. Get the app and set it. Oh, okay. Let's do that. That's then. what I did today. God bless that app. All right, NXT takeover. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross is going to be happening. What do you think is going to happen there? Um, we're not doing predictions because there's nothing to predict yeah, for, but so we can still discuss it. Um. I feel like Shayna Baszler still wins that match. Yeah, I feel like Shayna Baszler still does win that. Maybe you have uh, a bit of a dirty finish to conf- uh, continue the feud. Sure. Because I don't really know who else. haven't really interacted much. Shayna Baszler's just been bullying like Dakota Kai and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know who else is ready to go up against Shayna Baszler. So. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. That'll be a fucking good match. Yeah, that should be a really good match. They've had a cool build. Yes, Or Velveteen cool. Dream will be like, anything you can do, I can do better. And then, like, Ricochet just runs and yep. flips out to the floor. Yeah, the two of them against... Uh, Lars Sullivan. Yeah. And that, that was really good. fucking Ricochet flip and land on his feet and walk towards him yeah. spot was fucking outstanding. Like, Ricochet is just, like, the definition of, like, I'm cool as fuck. Like... Well, and they'll go out there tonight, and they'll they'll plan to steal the show too, and yeah. they'll fucking give it 150. That could be a so. match of the year contender. Yep, absolutely. Especially if they're given a decent amount of time. As could Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa in a Chicago street fight. I think. Fuck, what happens in that one? Because Gargano won the last one. Yeah. There's no loser leaves stipulation There's on this no either. Stipulation right? here. <coughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. But they gotta they gotta move on with the story, don't they? Is there more to come of this story, do you think? Or do you let it go away for now? I mean, once they both get up to the main roster, you're probably gonna go back to it again at yeah. some point. So that's why I think like does Johnny win again and then leave? Maybe. And then go to the main roster. And then Ciampa stays in NXT and just, you know, you let him have a heel run because he's got that character over so well. Sure. So just have him go and beat a bunch of decent names. Yeah. And it, wait for his time off to get called he up. He got left behind again that his fucking arch nemesis got called up before he did whatever. And then he gets pissed off at anybody who's kind of close to making that jump. Maybe that's the story. Uh, Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan for the NXT Championship. There's no way that goes off of Alistair Black yet, hey? No, Alistair Black's still got to keep that. I'm surprised you didn't say what you always say when I talk about Alistair Black. Mr. Black. <laughs> but, yeah, Alistair Black is super over. Yep. Even though Sullivan is starting to get pretty over and has developed a lot, it's still not time for it. And I don't think... Anyone would believe Alistair Black losing to Lars Sullivan yet. No. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong taking on Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch for the Tag Team Championships. It's probably going to stick with uh, the Era, I would assume. Yeah, I think Era, like, I think that they'll hold them until next year's, like, WrestleMania takeover. I would hope so. Yeah, because, like, they're... If not, you're building a faction that really doesn't do anything. Although, I mean, how old is Adam Cole? He's getting up there, isn't he? Adam Cole? I want to say Adam Cole's 37. This can't be right. There's no way this is right. What? It says he's 28. This can't. Wikipedia is fucking with me right now. No, Adam Cole's like. When I used to watch him in CZW, he was pretty young. There's no way that Adam Cole is 28 years old. He is not three years older than me. That's bullshit. Bullshit. 1989. Holy shit. July 5th. So he'll turn 29. Jesus. This year. That fucking. He looks so much older than he actually is. He's not even. Th- it's that. It's that goatee. That fucking blows my mind. I just had my fucking mind blown. I would have thought that he was. Uh, yeah, pushing 40. I would have said 35 at the very least. Man. Wow. All right. Like we could see Adam Cole in WWE for like the next 15 years. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Like at all. Literally, you could see Shawn Michaels too, pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay, so then never mind. I was going to say maybe you rush that up to get him on the main roster to maximize on nah, time. No, there's but so much time. We got time. It's like Tyler Bate where it's like, man, why aren't they doing anything with Tyler Bate yet? It's like, well, they have him under contract. And they're just kind of letting him get his experience and chops everywhere. Also, he's 13 years old, so he'll be around for a while. Hey, why why aren't they pushing that Nicholas? (laughs) All right. uh, Money in the Bank is tomorrow, also in Chicago. Uh, Let's peel through this one. On the pre-show, Bludgeon Brothers taking on the Good Brothers for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Uh, That's sad that they've done, like, almost no TV build on SmackDown for these guys. Bludgeon Brothers will probably retain based off. No Why change it if you didn't build it? Yeah, they didn't build anything up. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it's weird because they've made the Bludgeon Brothers into this. Like, they built them up to be this big thing. They built up that fucking WrestleMania match to be like, oh, it's, it's the New Day and it's the fucking Usos. And then the match was really quick and the Bludgeon Brothers won it. So you're like, okay, clearly 
you want to push the Bludgeon Brothers more because these other two teams aren't great, and you're going to push them to the moon and have them do all these, and then now they're on the pre-show yeah, fucking two right? months like, later. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It seemed like they were going to spend time trying to develop this character and gimmick with the hammers and the entrance, it, and then that just fell apart. It was doomed from the start, It though, pretty much gimmick. was doomed from the start. As soon as they came out looking like imitation canes or bootleg cane figures. Yeah. And, like, the hammers aren't heavy at all. They're fucking, like... At least give them a weapon that is believably intimidating and not like, well, you're fucking holding it and swinging it around like it's a paper mache thing. Yeah, the one nice thing, do you see that little, like, mini documentary WWE made on Luke Harper? No. It's, like, from indies. So they talk about him being, like, uh, big rig Brody Lee Mm -hmm. to, like, Wyatt family member. And they just go through his career and they kind of show who he actually is as a person. Like, uh, he talks about, like, being a big San Jose Sharks fan. He's, like... Joe Thornton and Brent Burns are are the inspiration behind the beard look. He goes, I always had one. When I saw how big these guys were growing theirs, I had to get in on it. Nice. So, I don't know. It's just kind of cool, especially for a guy who hardcore fans seem to really appreciate and love. But casual fans are like, oh, that you mean the other Wyatt family guy? Yeah. Yeah, He's a good talent, and they should be using him better than they are. Remember when he he was the Intercontinental Champion, and there was that crazy ladder match at WrestleMania, and he was— Diving all over the place. Sure do. Believe uh, Daniel Bryan won that match. That and, was the one Daniel Bryan won. And then died. And then gave up the belt like the next day. Yep. Uh, Ember Moon, Charlotte Flair, Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Lana, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Money in the Bank ladder match for a women's championship contract. Who needs it the most? Yeah. Um, Ember Moon seems like it's too early for that. And like... Ember Moon, if her first title hunt, it shouldn't be that she backdoors her way in. It should be that she yeah. earns it, right? I always prefer it to be on a heel, too. I just think it lends itself so much better to a heel cashing in and taunting people and fucking with them and making them think that they're going to cash, as yeah. opposed to, like, I'll do this at SummerSlam, and it'll be a great match. Like, Charlotte doesn't need it. Becky Lynch no. needs it. That's honestly who I was thinking. Lynch or Natalia? And... Maybe with a heel turn for Becky Lynch. Yeah. Because she has not been a heel ever since no. I called her up. Even in NXT, I don't think she was ever heel, no. was she? The, aside from, the only other character change she ever had is she used to be an Irish dancer. Right. And then, boom, she was a steampunk girl. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's who I'd want to win it. Uh, although I think there's a case to be made for Lana, which I'm not crazy about. Lana, I think it would... I wouldn't be stoked on her winning it, but at least... The character of having money in the bank would work for her. Yeah, Naomi, I don't really think it works too well. As far as as far as a heel who ticks off all the boxes that I prefer to have my money in the bank person as, it's Alexa Bliss. Um, which oh, except would, she just was in the title picture, right? Yeah, like, but that's but, a way to keep her up there without her being yeah, winning it, her, right? Yeah, where that, she can just go true. with like, hey, I can win that title back whenever the fuck I yeah. want. I don't need to fucking do what I need to oh, do to yeah. get there. I, and you can see her being like, I'm going to cash in on my time, not sure. when you want me to. Yeah. Uh, and then the men's is Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and one of the three New Day gentlemen. Okay, so Braun we already eliminated because it just doesn't fit and he doesn't need it. Although I, I wouldn't necessarily say there's no chance of him getting it no, either. No, I, w- I wouldn't it's pencil Braun Strowman. him out. The only guy I would pencil out is Bobby Roode. I just don't see it. I agree. Yep, uh, I can take him out. I can take probably Finn Balor out, too. I don't think they'll give it to him. 
honestly, for me, it's between I guess Owens, uh, uh, Joe, Owens, Rusev, or The Miz. Those are my four options, and that's a lot of options going into match, which is cool. Which is good. All are, all make sense. Uh, I definitely think Owens and The Miz are better when they have a prop. Sure. Uh, whether it be yep. a title belt, um, an entourage, whatever. So I, I could see both those guys being really good with it. Both guys are heels that would backdoor their way in without a question. If we're doing process of elimination, which we've already done to get to those four, Miz and Owens have both in the past won uh, championship and won Money in the Bank for one of them um, and are both believable enough that they could win their way to being a number one contender in a regular match. Yeah. So I can take those two out, although I think both of them would be great. Um, so think, then it comes down to Joe and Rusev. I think Joe Joe falls under the same stuff that we just said for Owens and Miz. Like I, yeah. you could see him genuinely winning a number one contender thing. So I think that we. I think it's got to be Rusev. I think Rusev. I think this is where they finally push it, Rusev Day to the moon. And if they don't, then he'll be in ROH by the end of the year, in my opinion, because like this New is Japan. like this is the last chance for them for him. Um, it was a year ago, wasn't it, when he said. At Money in the Bank, oh, yeah. I want my fucking title match, or I'm not showing up. Yeah. And then they just never did anything with that. And they never, ever did we're anything. We're a fucking year later now, and he hasn't really done anything since. And he's only gotten more over. Yeah, with the Rusev day, like, despite not being booked yeah. to do anything. And right? like with stupid, silly shit he gets over, too, like the when he was Santa Claus. Yeah. It's me, the Rusev. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan and Big Cass. I think Big Cass has to win it. Based off uh, Daniel Bryan won the last one to set up a rubber match for because I think I there was a rumor that for Extreme Rules they're gonna go again like that's already being is advertised. That, I was just gonna check what the next pay per view is because uh... Extreme Rules in Pittsburgh the things that they're already advertising are Ronda Rousey's first Pittsburgh match, Jinder and Reigns are gonna go again, and uh, Bryan and Cass. That makes sense. I was gonna say uh, I think. If there wasn't another pay-per-view in between, um, I would say this probably ends tonight or tomorrow. Um, and then you go to Miz and uh, Brian. Daniel Bryan. But there's one in between. So, yeah, you're probably right. This yeah. one goes one more. Cass wins this. You go one more into Extreme Rules. Daniel Bryan wins that. And then you can go to him and Miz, finally. Uh, oh. Which will be really on, good. On SmackDown this week, uh, Cass had a promo where he was like, all the SmackDown people went to the fair today. It was great. And he, like, stole the sign of, like, seven. you got to be seven feet or some <laughs> shit. And then he's like, Daniel Bryan couldn't ride any of the rides. A lot of people said that was a pretty bad segment. Yeah. I still think he might be in a little bit of some hot water, too. I think he's still got some backstage heat. Yeah. I think before he even did the beat up the midget thing. Yeah. Uh, he already had some heat for his political views backstage, from what I had heard. Trump guy? Yeah, he's very pro-Trump, and not even like, uh, oh, I think he's a good businessman, or you know, he's got some good points. He's like, uh, let me let me wear my "Make America Great Again" hat backstage just yeah, to see, bug people. Vince would protect him from that heat, but when he goes out there and disobeys Vince directly, that's a whole yeah. other type of heat. Yeah, I can save you from this because I might actually have the same beliefs as you. Yeah. My wife is involved yeah, in that right? whole thing. Like, but if you fuck go out there and do something that I specifically told you not to do, you're going to be in some shit. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Elias for the Intercontinental Championship. 
I haven't watched, but I think there might be a chance maybe Elias. I think there's a chance they pull the trigger and flip it to Elias, yeah. especially after he showed up with that guitar. He always seems to win matches. <laughs> he seems to win the matches where you're like, okay, you get your spots in on Raw, but then when the matches happen, you don't yeah. sort of thing. But he always seems to kind of get in there and actually do it. So Elias is actually really good. Like I hate the character of the Drifter. But he's he's evolved into something way bigger than that yeah. now. No, I totally. Um, I like his look. I like his physique, his moveset. Um, I don't really like the fact he wrestles in jeans, but the character gets away with it. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, and like he wears like a shit ton of stuff on his wrist, mm-hmm. like a lot of bracelets. Like you are, kind of. This is kind of my new thing since I went to Toronto. <laughs> Uh, Lashley and Zane. Dear God, I hope Lashley just beats him and we can just La- move away like from Lashley this. Lashley has to win, and I hope the feud's over. Yeah, just stop it. Just end it now. Put a bullet in it. Take it out behind the woodshed. Fucking and then there's it. a run-in from Bobby Lashley's sisters. <laughs> Reigns versus Mahal. Who cares? I don't care either. Especially when you know that they're going to do it again. Because you're going to be like, all right, this guy wins. Okay, well, the next guy's winning the next time. I or guess. whoever win- loses wins on Raw the next night. Ugh, I'll go with gender, I guess. I'll just pick gender for the sake of picking gender. I'll pick on gender too because he can't be hindered. Uh, Styles and Nakamura, last man standing. Is it time? I think this is time to finally pull it on, put it on Nak. Cheat somehow, like yeah. pin him, like something, or oh, if it's last just man standing, literally just... repeatedly kick him in the dick for fucking three minutes, and then he can't get up. Fucking de- just can't have children anymore. <laughs> kicks so many times. He's got enough kids as it is. Yeah, he is good. Good old um, Alan Jones. Yeah, I think let's let's do it. Let's flip it on. Let's Shinsuke. flip it to, to good old Knack. Jackson Rousey. Probably Rousey. It feels too soon for Nia though. That's the weird. That's thing. it does it does. But I think WWE wants when she gets inducted to the Hall of Fame that she brings the belt with her. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it it does seem like there is something too convenient about the whole Natty thing. Yeah. That it's just like, oh, we'll make her friends with one of the wrestlers, and that'll be... What the fuck I mean, Natty that? did help train her. Um, Yes. But, I mean, like, uh, just the way they presented it so far seems too convenient of, like, there's got to be a swerve at some yeah. point. There's got to be a Natty turns on her or comes out and screws her out of this match oh, and yeah, goes, who the hell do you think you are? With her briefcase, and it's like... Yeah. No, she's just coming out to celebrate with her. Yeah, and then hits her with it or something. Uh, and then Carmella and Oscar for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. I have a theory. I have a theory too, and like I bet you it's the exact same one as you. James Ellsworth shows up mm-hmm. and then makes something happen because Ellsworth was supposed to be in China this weekend, but then didn't travel out. Mm-hmm. Uh, good chance. WWE continues his legacy at Money in the Bank. Yes, and he helps her win. Good. All right, that's that. Uh, let's go to some emails briefly. Uh, Jerry wrote this email in half a month ago. Jerry Seinfeld? Uh, nope. The Jerry internet nobody. The internet nobody? Uh, it was on May 30th this came in, so there could be some fucking super dated questions here, but we're going to do it anyway. Hello, guys. I forgot to email in the 200th show. Been listening to you guys for almost three years now. Crazy. Anyways, enjoyed the show. My email wouldn't have added much. You guys covered what I was going to talk about anyway. Did you guys talk about Jericho's promo at the Greatest Royal Rumble? It was hilarious. Mocho Raleigh. Mocho Raleigh. 
I don't really remember that. That's a long time ago now. Yeah, I don't recall Greatest Royal Rumble very well at all. Uh, he goes on to say that was a bad show, but it was fun to get together with friends on a Friday night for some beer skis and wrestling. That is true. There's something fun about a Friday night wrestling yeah. show. Uh, I really enjoyed the New Day match on SmackDown. Uh, that's going to be dated because I don't remember what that was. Take it easy on the vegan food, guys. Not everything you eat needs to come from innocent animals. Vegan restaurants have very good food. I used to be like you guys, though. I considered myself a meatitarian until a year and a half ago. Literally every meal I had from the time uh, I was a kid had meat in it. To the shock of myself and those around me, I made the switch to vegan overnight and haven't looked back. Very positive and healthy change. That's crazy because I literally was just looking at an article that says a Canada to launch vegan meat. Boom. There you go. Uh, is Carmella going to beat Oscar at Money in the Bank? Yep. That, McIntyre and Ziggler, kind of awesome. What say you? Uh, yeah, it's like a pretty cool pairing. Uh, when they when they do promos together, they feed off each other's energy. So it's very believable. It kind of throwback to like 80s or 90s tag team wrestlers. Uh, he says, I watched the Andre documentary. Very good. Would like to hear your opinions on it when you watch it. I haven't watched that yet, actually. I still it. have not watched that. Add that to my I read list. another comic on the life of Andre the Giant. <clears throat> Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Until next time, go Caps, go. Ovi needs that cup. Jerry, the internet, nobody. There you go. Well, well at he least got it. These it go Caps, go or go Caps. Ca- caps, yeah. That's agreeable. Everyone's really happy with Ovi getting it. And drunk Ovi is hands down. He's the, the best. Everyone's favorite Ovi. He's literally what we would all do if we wanted. Swimming that in the fountain. Fucking a. Except I probably would have been naked if I was doing it. <laughs> Fuck it. No fucks. You want to find me? Go ahead. Do it. I got a fucking Stanley Cup. Duncan wrote it in an email. Dear the Saturday. Oh, that, that's okay. Like sanity. But it would have been good if he did upper and lowercase properly. Oh, yeah. Because he put all caps SAT. Also, if you look at it, it there ain't also no spells, sanity call ups and there never was. It also spells titty. Hey, dudes. I hope your days have been clanging and banging. Question time one Do you think the Destroyer of Worlds have been wasted so far? If so, how do you see them weirding them up? Um, Destroyer of Worlds? I thought they were the Eater of Worlds. I think they're the Eaters of Worlds. Yeah. But they may have been called the Destroyers of Worlds uh, at one who point. Who knows? knows? Um, They need to do something. They need, like, Bray Wyatt to, like, bathe in, like, pig's blood or something. Like, <laughs> like go really fucked up. Yeah, it. like, they need to go, like, really far where people are like, how is this PG? Sure. But I'm not really sure what to do with it. Maybe... Uh, question two, with the work rate and career he's had so far, do you think Seth Rollins can eventually be considered for GOAT status? Yes. I think if yeah. he yeah. has another five to ten year career where he's having the best matches on uh, an episode of Raw mm-hmm. or whatever the pay-per-view is, because it's like that backlash pay-per-view. Like, that was shit, but him versus Miz was, was pretty good. good. Yeah, and they're booking him to be that wrestler guy, which yeah. is cool. Um He's got to stay healthy, obviously. Yeah, he's got to stay away from the injury bug. No um, more taking pictures of his penis. Yeah, that was something, too, wasn't it? That was something. No um, more dating Nazis. Three, what is an unpopular opinion you hold about wrestling? Mine is I think that I mine is that I don't think Kenny Omega is all that. Fuck you, Duncan. Um, unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Um... Unpopular opinion. I think that Bret Hart 
was a little overrated. When people say he was the excellence of execution, sure. I think there's a lot of other wrestlers, even in that era, who are just as good. Even in his family. Even in his family. Who are better. I don't even think he's opinion. the best heart. Nope. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy's Stop actually really it. good. Stop it. Stop. Um, somehow on my Facebook yesterday, and I don't know how the fuck this happens, but um, I'm like, you know, you start watching videos on Facebook and it gives you that feed of yeah. whatever and you just kind of, I don't know, you just peel through a bunch of them. The uh, the video of the night uh, that Owen passed away was on there and like watching Jim Ross have to deliver the actual words of Owen Hart died and like King is sitting there looking like he saw, like it's just, it's so fucked. So fucked to me that they went on with that show. Yeah. Like that they didn't even for a second consider, well, I shouldn't say they didn't consider, but that they that they even thought about continuing, not not even actually yeah, doing like, it. No, right? this is a wrap. Um, and they do that Jeff Jarrett promo before they even announce that he's dead, where he's like, hey, we're pulling for you, Owen. Oh, it, but now I'm a heel again, so I'm going to be a dick. Like, it's just so fucked. I'm, I'm pulling for you, Owen. So Slap nuts. fucked. That is pretty fucked, though. Like, it's before social media, so there was no way for everybody in the crowd to know that he had died, yeah. obviously. But they still watched what happened. You oh, know that it's not good. there's a good chance you saw that and were like, he's fucking dead. Yeah. Like, that's... how does a man fall from that height? Yeah. How do you learn to fall off a 20-foot <laughs> ladder? I knew you were going to say that. Uh, for, oh, what's my unpopular opinion? Um... <laughs> Everything except WWE is garbage. <laughs> except that's not true at all, but I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Four, do you think Chris Jericho would ever bring this new badass New Japan pro wrestling character to WWE? I don't think so. I think when he eventually shows back up in WWE, he's, you know, catchphrase Chris Jericho again. Like, right back to the list, right back to scarves, right back to, like, never, ever I be mean, the same. Yes, but he always brings something new. There's always some new wrinkle when he comes back, right? So maybe this is the wrinkle next time he comes back. This is He comes back a little edgier and fucking... Puts the long tights on again. And, man, that hair's growing out, too, which I yeah. fucking love. I hate him. Excuse me, with short hair. He, uh, that hair growing out again. Right now, he's kind of in the Bon Jovi phase. Yeah, it's right in that middle awkward place. Uh, you, you th do you think we'll see guys like Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks in the WWE in the next couple of years? Hard to say. It still sounds like those guys have no interest in going. I think they will have to continue speaking that way, though. Until it happens. Yeah. Um, specifically, the Young Bucks. They have to continue being like, no, no. No, we're good. We're good. Because if they're like, yeah, we really want to go there. Or, yep, we're going to sign with them in eight months when our contract's up. Totally going to do it. That's yeah. exactly. We'll be there and we'll do the thing and we'll show up at this. You can't do that, right? It's got to be a surprise. The very interesting thing about the Young Bucks is they always make their contracts with New Japan and Ring of Honor very public. Yeah. Like, hey, we got six more months on our deal. Or if a fan tweets them like, are you guys thinking about going to WWE? They're like, well, even if we were, we couldn't go for the next six months. Yeah. Uh, I think I think Cody will definitely come back at some point. Um, I don't think it'll be anytime soon. No, like even uh, a couple years seems too that, early. Like, all in is now going to be considered a production company for bigger indie shows. Sure. And you're like, okay, well, if that's how it is, like, that's Cody's company for sure. I saw some story too, and I don't, I don't remember a source. I don't know the validity of it at all. But there was something that said that that WWE was communicating with All In somehow, oh. and talking to guys that are involved in it. Um, 
friendly conversations. Madison Square Garden, should have brought this up in the news. Uh, Madison Square Garden is having its first wrestling booking that is not WWE in like 13 years. And it's all in? It's uh, no, it's Ring of Honor. Oh, and for that show, All In's gonna or Ring of Honor is gonna work with the All In production team, right? To help fill the seats and broadcast or whatever. Nice. As well as uh, HOG House of Glory is gonna re- have a wrestling show there. Cool. I'm not sure in which level because there's Madison Square Garden has different levels, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure which one. It could be one of the smaller ones. Is Cena Taker Two something they would should wait until WrestleMania to do, or would it be something they should happen at another one of the big four? I genuinely don't care about that happening. Yeah, I kind of lean that way too. I liked the build of it. I didn't like necessarily the execution of the match. I didn't hate it, but I wasn't crazy about it. Um, it it, it just didn't leave me wanting more. The 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 thing that I wanted. <laughs> I've been saying this for fucking five years now, is for Undertaker to get retired, um, to have that stipulation on his match that John Cena, even if it is John Cena, is yeah. the guy that put, finally puts him away. Now it's done. He's gone yeah, for sure. Officially it's over. last ever. Um, but now that they did that match this year, I don't want it to be John Cena even more. I didn't mind it being John Cena before, but now that it happened this way, I definitely don't want it to come next year. Yeah. And John being like, no, I need another chance. You fucking surprised me. You fucked with me, whatever. I'm gonna put you put your career up and I'll put mine up and we'll go head to head or something like that. I don't don't want to see that. Uh, if Shinsuke is able to capture the WWE Championship. Whom would you like to see him feud with after his feud with Georgia Slow is done? <laughs> uh, um, who's babyface over there? Daniel Bryan, but obviously the Miz is probably gonna be. Yeah, I don't really know who's like the next guy. There's a lot of they're pretty shallow on baby Dean face. Ambrose. He's on Raw. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's stopping um, him from showing up on SmackDown? He didn't get drafted in the Superstar Shakeup. It's true they could. They could free, do it's free they agent Dean Ambrose. Um. Yeah. Fuck. There's there's nobody. Hey. Eh? Like. Yeah, I'm really trying to think. Like Daniel Bryan is like the next baby face, but I don't think that that's the route they would go. Jeff Hardy. Maybe, but he's already got the U.S. trap, so you'd have to take that off him, in my opinion, before you put him up with Shinsuke. Rusev? Yeah. But then he's I, not going to win the money in the bank. No, yeah, right? Like I'm just trying to think of, like, what's what's a probable guy? Um, has, has Sanity still not shown up yet? Yeah, they still haven't shown Enough. up. Yeah, they Okay, um... What about Mike Kanellis? <laughs> no. Randy Orton. That's another feud that we want to go back to Fuck, with him and Shinsuke. No, I don't want that at all. Our truth No. That. Um, Shelton's heel. Shelton Benjamin. There's at least one that I would care about. Like but the matches I think would be okay. It doesn't work. You can't have two heels. Turn Shelton Benjamin face. Ty Dillinger. No, that was on SmackDown like a couple I weeks know. ago and it was bad. <laughs> one of the new gay new new gay guys. <laughs> I'm mean, just the right gay guy. At the right, you, you ever see that? Yeah. Botch? <laughs> Hulk Hogan, I'm the right gay guy. <laughs> Brother. Oh, God. Eight, uh, I recently watched the new Incredibles movie, and I found that my nostalgia boner was making me like it more than I should have. What movies do you get nostalgia over? I'm seeing Incredibles 2 in, like, five hours after I go to a birthday party. 
That Warren is not going to. Nope. Um, He's be trying to throw him under the bus. Um, what movies am I really nostalgic for? Um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Just yeah, because I was a, a, a certain age when those came out. Yeah. Um, can I be nostalgic for something that I didn't see in my childhood, but as a young adult I saw, like sure. Jurassic Park? Yeah, why not? I saw that in theaters like for the first time, and I couldn't believe how good it was. Yeah. And I couldn't believe I made it to like, being 17 and not seeing it. Mm. So now you like have a, parents that don't believe in dinosaurs. Like a movie that I don't really... I'm super nostalgic. I mean, man, I'm a big Dumbo fan. This fucking Dumbo live action thing looks fucking dope. Like, I'm super stoked for that. To happen. These Disney live actions actually seem like they're going to be really good. Yeah. Like the, the the Tarzan one is really good. Lion King's going to be really good. Just the cast. That Lion King alone. one is such a stacked cast. Yeah. Um, the Beauty and the Beast live action was all right from what I heard. Mm, I never watched that one. I was never a big Beauty and the Beast fan either, though. So, uh, is this NXT special happening? Uh, is this the right question? Nostalgia over. Yeah. Okay. Is this NXT special happening? Tonight uh, feel less special than the others. It does to me, and the lack of a big multi-man match is kind of making me not look forward to it as much. Yes, it definitely snuck up on me to the point of, like, today I was like, when is that show? Yeah. Oh, it's today? I think uh, you'll get good matches, It'll as you always do. It's just the build has been... Uh, it, it's the same thing with, like, the main roster. It's just so soon after Mania, it feels. Yeah. Uh, if you could be the creative director on WWE 2K19, what features would you put in, and how would you make the game better? Manager mode. Yeah, be a GM mode? Yeah. Oh, no, be a manager mode? You just go and you well, watch yeah, a match and pound on the mat, <laughs> get the crowd into it, you pull a leg. Um, yeah, do that. Do, like, like the old-school oh, career mode. Yeah, you need to have these or story mode. career modes where, like, like where they had storylines, there yeah. were actually fucking really good storylines. Some of them were bizarre, but like at least who they... hit Teddy Long with a car? <laughs> oh, it was Chris Jericho, that son of a bitch. Great games, great games. Um, yeah, do that instead of this bullshit. Oh, shit. go talk to fucking Biggie, who's standing beside that same WWE truck in the parking lot for some fucking reason. Yeah, fucking. I really like. I tried to play my career mode. I tried. I didn't even make it out of NXT. See, and I got on NXT, and I was doing okay, and I was still, I wasn't having a lot of fun with it, but I was still enjoying it. And then the fucking game crashed, and it deleted all my game save. Oh, and yeah, I'm like, your data got corrupted. I'm not fucking going through all that bullshit again. That's the end of that. I had my data get corrupted on whatever the one that had Daniel Bryan and The Rock on the cover. Mm. I had my data get corrupted, and then I was like, I'm not playing anymore. I Have you put in a lot of time and effort with custom shit? And then your data gets oh, corrupted. Oh, yeah, fuck that. You You're have like, no oh, desire to go back and do it all over yeah. again. Yeah, I'm like, no. oh, sweet. I remember one time I made a custom Matt Seidel, and, like, it was all right. But I spent enough time to, like, make yeah. his gear look good. And then, like, when it got corrupted, I was like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Um, I will say I legitimately 100% plan not to buy this game this year because I just – or not to immediately buy it. I was going to wait until it – because they – Fuck, by December, the thing's fucking 65% off yeah. every year. So I'm like, why do I do this? Yeah, why do you it buy it It comes out launch? in this fucking period where I do want to buy the games that are launching at launch. Oh, why do I add this onto member? this fucking area when I can just wait three months and get it for way less than it already yeah. is? But the fact that I have a PC might change that because I will probably get it for PC. Imagine what you can do with mods. Yeah, that's the thing, man. I can actually make my own music video or yeah. uh, my own Dentrix videos yeah. and... 
update the music and that's exactly sick. You can have all your uh, get all your talca in there. Why 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 don't they have that in this game already? I know. Like, why thing... don't they fucking update it? Do you remember? Close on... my mind. I don't know if you ever had uh, the original Xbox, but like Raw, like it was oh, just yeah. called Raw yep. and Raw Two. Mm-hmm. And y- if you had music on your hard drive, because yep. I remember like. You could do it on the 360 as well. Yeah, me and my brother used yep. to come out to some 41s in too deep. Yeah, it was fucking great. It was great. And, and like, I just, it blows my mind. Because, like, the amount of times, at least every year, at least one guy or one something is fucking on launch. It's already dated. It's already something that is fucking, oh, the, Kevin Owens is fucking still doing his America gimmick. Yeah, there's always something one. where it's the wrong gimmick. He hasn't done or... that in four months. Why the fuck is that still in this game? It's just something that it would take not a lot of effort for them to, hey, we got this patch coming out in two yeah. weeks. We're going to update this guy because he's got new music. We're going to give this guy his new trunks, or we're going to drop the fucking Alexander off the front of Rusev, or what, it's, whatever yeah. it is, to fucking just make the a game name feel change, better. A gimmick change. Because wrestling changes so much that you can't go a year without updating it. Yeah. So that's what I would do. I would oh, make yeah. It Some of it makes it feel real dated. Even when, like, uh, releases come, that first batch of releases, and then you're like, oh, look at this little chunk, this little corner of the character select screen. Yep. That's the guys who are no longer with the company. It's true. Um, if you could book a Money in the Bank ladder match your own way for the men and women, whom would you put in the matches with today's superstars? Uh, you just stack it full of... Full of the good internet darlings and indie names. I, <clears throat> and you just let them have a crazy spot fest. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably what I'd do too. Like, fucking call up Ricochet. You know what? Just give me all those guys that were in that NXT fucking takeover ladder match and just put them on the main roster for yeah, Money in the Bank. Just let them go Boom. again. Problem solved. That's I'm good. Uh, as far as women, I still don't know if... And this this might come off sounding horrible. I don't know if women know how to do ladder matches yet properly. Mm-hmm. I, we'll see. I could be wrong. Maybe it's going to we'll be see. great. We tomorrow. still got our bet going, Warren. But they don't have. What's our bet again? Uh, Lana's going to drop somebody. Like oh, it's right. going to be like a group. Yes. Somebody does a dive, and you're going to see Lana take like a step back or two. Um, I don't think that they are. Comfortable. It's tough to word it without sounding like a complete fucking bigot. Like based on their body types and their physical. Not all of them. Not all. I think Naomi will do some cool shit. Exactly. I was gonna say there's ones that I think are gonna be able to be okay in it because of their physicality and athleticism. Sure. Ember Moon, Naomi, uh, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. They're the girls who have a little bit more muscle mass to them, mm-hmm. and you know that they can take a bump. Charlotte's going to do a moonsault off the top of the ladder probably or something yeah. to the outside. Ember maybe off the top does a stunner to somebody. I, or just crazy dives. There, yes, there's going to be that. through a ladder maybe. But I just I don't know. But like, then you look that. at like someone like Alana, and you're like, you're either going to get hurt or maybe be the reason somebody gets hurt just yeah. because you you don't have the physicality, athleticism as others. True. And that's not me trying to, I was trying to be mean. No. Uh, does Elias Rollins have the chance to steal the show? Maybe. Yeah, I think. Anytime based Seth Rollins on, is in there, yes. I think there's always a possibility. I think he brings out the best in everybody if, yeah. inside the ring. Do you think WWE will ever trust Daniel Bryan enough to put him in a match like a ladder match or something where the injury risk is higher? I don't know on that one. I think that's too much of a liability. 
And yeah. I think that's why you they're gonna you're gonna see him in a feud where he's gonna claim him and the other guy are gonna claim they're gonna break each other's legs or whatever. Um, yeah. But he won't actually be in gimmick matches just because I think there's too much of a, a too many variables, too much of a liability. Yeah, you're still definitely walking on eggshells with him, and you're always nervous every time that he does anything kind of, sort of. Like that first fucking powerbomb on the apron, yeah. you're like, you fucking, don't you do that ever again. Uh, Stop moments, that right now. Or even there was one time where he took a big boot, and he took it kind of oddly on the chin, yeah. and I was like, God damn. I got a fear boner right now. <laughs> like, I'm so excited to see you wrestle, yeah. but every time you get hit, I'm cringing. Uh, if you could cast Ready to Rumble with current WWE superstars, uh, whom would you cast, and would you keep the massive cage from the end of the original? I think we've had this question before. I think we have as well. But we can rattle through it pretty um, quickly. It, the role of DDP would probably be like Seth Rollins nowadays, yeah, that's a good I one. think. Yeah, he seems slimy enough that he could pull that off. Um, Who's the actor to be... The king, because he wasn't a real wrestler, yeah. right? It was an actor. There needs to be an actor. There. Yeah, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. That can't work. What are you talking about? No, I know. Um, He's too skinny. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's not horrible. And you have seven yeah. bucks productions. He's pretty short though. That's the only problem. Yeah, but he's bulky. People believe yeah. it. No, you it's get, true. there's film tricks to avoid that. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, not bad. Okay. Uh, Paul Walker. Okay. That's too soon. No, it's not. He's been dead for years. Um. Yeah, that was a good uh, who would, was a who good would be the David Arquette? Who, who plays David Arquette? Uh, Stephen Amell. Okay. He's Did, a wrestling uh, fan. I'm trying yeah. to think of actors who are wrestling fans. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Jesus Christ. <laughs> McCulley Culkin being into wrestling is like one of the weirdest things in the world. It really is. And like when I see tweets about it, I'm like, oh, no. Jimmy like, Fallon. That's not bad. James Franco. Uh, isn't there? I'm trying to. There's somebody who is a legitimate wrestling fan who like knows their shit and is a pretty high end wrestling or uh, like actor? actor. I don't remember who it is. Um, Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big wrestling guy. He could be the other guy. Corey Taylor's the second. His buddy, David Arquette's buddy. <laughs> David Arquette's buddy. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. he kind of looks like that guy too, actually. Uh, who else do we need? Cash Nine movie. Um. They talked to Goldberg at one point. Don't yeah. They? <laughs> That's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Goldberg would be Brock. Uh, who else <laughs> did they talk to? Um. Yeah, uh, our truth is in it somewhere. Yeah, John Cena's in the background. Yeah, so like you have to have like a it, mo- no, it should be John Cena. It's still, yeah. still John yeah. Cena doing like the like shot for shot, shot the, exact the exact same, same thing, thing, just doing those curls. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, who helps re- him? Who helps him in the end? There doesn't a the wrestler help him or like is with the king, like a veteran? Sting. Is it Sting? Is it's that who Sting. it was? Roman Reigns. Yeah. I was going to say The Undertaker, but you're probably better off with Roman Reigns. Good. All right. Well, we got that figured out. Uh, do you think Dan... Oh, we are done. Beep, 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 beep. What are some of your favorite gaming-related memories growing up? Thanks, bros. Keep on standing on a big ladder. Duncan, Brian Danielson with a one instead of an eye. Want to beat my brother in No Mercy on N64, and he broke a Mad Cat's controller because he didn't know how to kick out. Oh, um, when my brother pressed pause... You want to talk about fucking deleted fucking save data. 
no mercy. Like yeah. three times yep. in my childhood that happened, which yeah. apparently it's from spamming B and A or something that it does. Uh, the first batch of cartridges batteries also die. Mm. So there's like a second wave. So if you're like buying the game on eBay, you want the cart to say version two point something. Because yeah, the doesn't... one that I have now that I have had since I was a kid, it's still got a bunch of shit on there since I was a kid. Probably it has, hasn't deleted. Yeah, it's probably a version two point oh. Yeah, it could be a two point oh. Because I remember thinking like. Man, every time I plug this thing in and fire up a game of No Mercy, it's going to be like, is this the time that One it's all? One day it'll be uh Where, it'll be Where's gone. my Batista car that I made from when he was fucking really big and popular? Like I made a, a Umaga one, too. It's funny because I'll go in there and I'll be like, you can clearly tell like what, what stages I booted this game back up and played it for a while because I would make guys... From the Based current off product. the current era, yeah, of what was going on. Uh, what uh, what's my favorite moment? Um, I talked about one. Well, I didn't talk about it. I was chatting on Eads's uh, stream today about there was this one time where we were playing Halo, like Halo Three in its prime, like ten years ago, uh, and we we're just getting fucking annihilated by this team. And there was this dude on our team. We didn't know him. It was me and two other buddies, I think, and the dude that we didn't know, and like. Picture like crackly voice Simpsons character guy, but oh, like a greasy nerd. Even worse, like even worse puberty. Oh, I have to ask my oh, it was bad. So this guy fucking let's group up, fellas, and he like brings us into this corner and like he's giving us this, and we're we're totally playing along with him because we're like this is the fucking greatest thing of all time, right? Like essentially we're laughing at him, but we can't actually laugh. We got here's what we're gonna do. You guys are gonna push into left and flank this blood, and he's using all these big words, whatever. All right, let's do this. And he turns around, and none of us move because we're all fucking howling. And he fucking sprints up the middle, and l- not jokingly, like this was not a joke or like a, oh, this guy's just trying to be funny or trolling for the. He legitimately felt passion in the words that he yelled as he ran into battle, and those words were, Vernarnia! And he fucking just took <laughs> off, and we all just died at this dude fucking for Narnia. <laughs> And still to this day, I'll say that every now and then because it fucking kills me. <laughs> That's so golden. God, I love it. Um, what else? What else is good gaming moments? Uh, one time, my brother and my dad were playing Madden like 06, and my dad was about to win. And like he caught the ball, he's like going down. It's on like the two yard line. My brother presses pause. My brother's right behind him. My dad's like, "What? Like, why are you pressing pause?" My brother qu- clicks unpause real quick. Tackles my dad out of bounds. The clock expires. Gross. I know. I was like, whoa, that's some Gross. greasy shit. And we we bring it up all the time, yeah. too, to my brother. And he's like, that didn't happen. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Sean, like, we like we all have a vivid memory of this, so it definitely happened. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, I don't think there's – oh, uh, yeah. You, you, you weren't a big Call of Duty fan, right? No, no. I don't really fuck with the CODs. The, uh, the uh, 4, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Um, there was that one achievement in it that was fucking for that plane level that took me at least a month of trying to figure that fucking thing out before I finally got it, and that was really cool when I did it. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think of something big. Like, oh, my God, we're beating, beating like, Hotline Miami for the first time. I was like, holy shit, just because that difficulty is really hard in that. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Bioshock Infinite when the the twist. Yeah. That's always pretty crazy. Um Cause you're just like, holy shit! Like you just can't believe it. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Fallout 4. Can I spoil that now? Sure. That's been out for Fallout a while. Fallout 4. Your son is the bad guy. Well, I guess I'm not playing that on Game Pass now. <laughs> that I ever hey, is that was. Game Pass worth it? You want to play Sea of Thieves together? No, that game is so bad. I want to play it. Oh, I wanted it to be so good. I was I looking forward to, to it okay. since E3 two years ago when they announced it. Every time that they show it at fucking, fucking when you go to a movie and they show you those little oh, commercials, yeah. Yeah. every time Sea of Thieves, my girlfriend goes, we should get that. And I go, every time I tell you it's not a very good game and if we don't have friends to play with online, it, there's no point. Even if you do have friends to play with, you you play that game for two hours and you've seen and done everything there is to do. Really? Yeah. Like nothing happens? Nope. And then you can just repeat it. For minimal reward to buy fucking vanity items. That's it. Cosmetic shit? Yeah. Ugh. It's fucked. That is fucked. And they got, oh, look at these two new expansions. Great. So there's another four hours of gameplay that I can get out of this thing. Yeah, when they showed that at E3, I kind of rolled my eyes where I was like, yo, is like this game not even done? Like where they're still like, hey, look, here's some more content because you guys say you're done. It looks like it. that that's the best water I've ever seen in a video game. I'll give it that. Visually, it looks incredible. But it's just, there's nothing to do in that game. They, they they made a great game, but they didn't give you anything to do in it. And it fucking sucks. I was in, looking in the forward game, to it. Like when they showed it the first time in E3, the concept sounded so cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh. It still is cool, but they just didn't give you objectives or cool shit to do. There's just nothing to do? Shin and Bones is, uh, looks, or Skull and Bones? Skull and Bones. Is that what it's called? Skull and Bones? I don't know. I think, I think it's Skull and Bones. That one looks That really sounds good. more appropriate than Skin and Bones. I think, no, I said Sin. And I think that's a Fozzie album. So oh. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Nova Punk writes in our final email. Hey, Satpod guys, in your opinion, who needs to win the Money in the Bank briefcase this the most this year? We discussed who we want to win, but who needs to win it the most? Uh, for ladies, Becky Lynch is the one who needs it the most. She's yeah. been really floundering for about, you know, a year and a half. Although, I mean, you could make an argument to say that... Lana needs it? Yeah, because she's the only one that would never get up get, to the get, fucking yeah. title without it. Yeah. So it depends how you look at it, but it, I totally agree. I know. Yeah, I those said. would be the two who need it the most for that. And then uh, the men's is kind of a weird one because, like, hypothetically, the person you don't want to win it is the one who needs it the most, and that's Bobby Roode because he, they just haven't booked him successfully yet. Mm-hmm. And I think he could be a good main champion as a heel. As a heel, He's yeah. He's fucking still just ba- stuck to this baby, baby face thing. And Bobby Roode is so whack. Makes no sense to me. All right, uh, sapbot316 yahoo.com. If you want to send us an email, that is how you can do it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a podcast. Um, any, any closing thoughts before we leave? Um, thank you to everyone for writing in emails. Hmm. Even uh, like someone like Jerry, like, sorry it took you know 14 days or whatever <laughs> for your email to get answered, but we do appreciate it. That means that you're thinking about us yeah. even when we're not doing stuff. Um, we, we're not, we're not giving up on this podcast by any means. Um, it's just that when the wrestling is not very great, the wrestling's bad and it's just tough to get studio time right yeah, now. We're limited to weekends, which to be totally honest with you, sometimes I just don't feel like coming in on a weekend. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's tough. You're like, no, this is my fucking time. But it, because it's also the only time that the studio is empty is also when they do a lot of work on the studio, which they did that one week. Yeah. Like, Hey, by the way. Mass email, we're coming in to fucking rewire everything. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not doing my fucking podcast yeah, today. Yeah, I guess then. we're out that week. How so. dare you? Thank you guys for um, still tuning in and still sticking with us. Um, we don't know when we'll be back. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back at some point. 
but just I'm not going to keep going out. Ah, we'll probably be back next week. Yeah, we're not going to try to mislead you and say, <laughs> hey, hey, we're coming back. That being said. Uh, the show um, will be back, though. Uh, now that I do have a PC, there's, there's, we're one step closer to having. I gotta get some. I gotta get a mixer. I gotta get some three more microphones slash maybe just two more microphones, and then we can start doing it at our place. Yeah, uh, that would be a lot easier for everyone. Because then we can go back to weekly, and we can go back to weeknights. You guys come over to our place, crush some beers, crush some beers. If you some donate to the podcast we're recording, we'll smoke weed live on the pod. <laughs> sure, um, it'll so probably that's, be legalized by then. Yes. That's, uh, that, that'll be an option at some point. But um, All right. Follow us on Twitter at Sapod. I am at The Diesel Bears. I'm at Scottbox64. At Brando1990. At BB Boris. At PWA Wrestling CA. They've got a big show next Saturday, which is the 23rd Night of Champions. Christopher Jay Daniels. Jay Lethal. It's going to be a fucking really, 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 really good show. I think. Yeah, that's awesome having both those two. Those are uh, two Ring of Honor indie Indie legends, kind of almost. Yep, two guys that have been in PWA in the past couple of years. Yeah, um, that are in big matches too. It's Jay Lethal versus MRB for the PWA Championship. So. That's uh, that'll be a barn burner. Yeah, it's gonna be a good night. Uh, I think tickets are there's still tickets available, but I don't know how much. So if you're thinking about it and you're not sure, I would just go ahead and buy those now, and then you're ready to go for next week. When we'll be there? Are you gonna go? Yeah, I'm actually. Yep, good. All right, well I'll see you there. Uh, that is all. What are we listening to on the way? Out? Oh, uh, the the it was. I wanted to do the Hailstorm one for NXT Takeover, uh, but that's never can't find it anywhere. So we're just gonna do Fozzie. Okay. So let's do Painless by Fozzie on the way out. Scotty, give us your your do do. Oh man! Uh, until next time, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, keep on buying the two for one special. Woo!
time Calling you in my 